Oh, hi everyone. This is Kimberly. This is Kim. Yes. What is happening? <laughs> We're doing something that Katie likes to call a cheat date with Dateline. A cheat where... date, not a cheap date. No, I would never <laughs> say that. You're an expensive gal, classy lady. Thank um, you. Th- this is a cheat date with Dateline where we are allowed to branch out and this is the first one that we're trying and we're I don't it makes it sound like I'm trying a wolf pack type situation but we are <laughs> we're bringing somebody else into we're this bringing someone else into our open relationship <laughs> and seeing how that goes because that never results in murder on Dateline. No, nobody so, ever catches feels. It's never one-sided. It should be fine. We are talking about ID's show called the S- Secret Lives of Stepford Wives, yes. right? Yes, I think. There's a lot I of think. rhyming going on. It's and it's great. It's great. The whole um, season is, and it's only the, one season. It's only why it's I so. No, it was made in it was made in 2014, so it it's definitely had enough time to gather more stories. See, and this is one of their shows that has the fun, sarcastic, like, wink at the audience kind of thing. A Lucille Bluth kind of wink at the audience. And (laughs) I love that. But I feel like lately they've been gearing more towards their really serious, dark, scary shows. But I like these kind of ones. Well, like, Um, even in the, um, the little placard thing that you go to look it up, at least on Amazon, like, the lady is, she's very happily holding a knife, like... It's, I don't know if you could see Looking it. amazing. Yeah, her pearls are on point. Yeah. Um, it's, she's wearing a very nice dress and her husband's just dead on the table in the background. No biggie. She, no no biggie, biggie fries. She's still going to serve a great meal, like mm-hmm. a, a roast coming out of the oven and it's going to be perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, but so you know the, she didn't make it. She has the chef no, make the, it. No, the, the housekeeper made it. Yes. She's taking credit for it. Yes. Um, Doris is in the kitchen and she's not allowed out in the That's dining right. room. So It's kind of like the game of Clue. <laughs> She'll get like, murdered first. Yes. <laughs> so, oh my God. We've been playing Clue nonstop on the app via Zoom. There's, it's really fun. There's an uh, app? Yes, there's a Clue app. It's really fun. Oh, and I need to tell my It's just like the it. game. Um, it's really fun. It's a hard game, though. It's like a lot of calculations of it is one of my friends is super good can i give a a shout out to Allie? who i don't know she might listen um she is so good at clue um every time she breaks it out i for some reason forget how good she is and i'm like yeah this will be fun and then instantly two rounds into it i'm like oh god i'm playing with Allie. Uh like she's already figured this out you could hide all the cards make up new names and she would still Mm -hmm. know I hate she that. She is that good. I hate when people start guessing and you're like, I literally don't know one of the things. I don't know the weapon. I don't know. I have Who, I don't know five where. rooms I have to cross off first. Exactly. I don't know anything and people are ready to start guessing. I still wish there was a House Hunter episode where the couple was like, we're looking for a house from Clue. We will not stand, stand, stand for anything less. Yes, the and checkerboard the tiles like, in the kitchen. And the, the realtor's yes. just very stressed and can only yes. like deliver Secret on two out of three things. passages and doors that swing around. She's like, well, in this room, it only goes and connects over here. And they're like, I'm sorry, it has to be exactly like the framework from Clip. <laughs> We've told you two houses ago. This is what we want. You still haven't produced Tim Curry. We don't know why. 
We've made it very clear that's what we're looking for. Exactly. Uh, but on the app, you can pick like a Venetian theme and then the house changes. Or you can do Sherlock characters or you can do oh, Western characters or old Hollywood. It's really fun. But we just stick okay, to the fun. classic usually. Sure. It's really fun. Do you um, know in Europe it's called Cluedo? What? Yeah. The European version is called Cluedo. Cluedo. Is that how you should pronounce it? It's spelled C-L-U-E-D-O. And I remember I was walking by a store. Cluedo. Yeah, I was walking by a store when I was in Australia, and I was like, what? (laughs) What is that game? Is that like Clue? And it said it was Clue. So then I just, I asked one of my friends, and she said, no, that's like the European version, so. What? Yeah. Okay, we're going to have to reach out to some listeners to send us Mm -hmm. some photos. I want to know. What's is the Scarlet the same? Is she still kind of skanky? Like, what's happening in the game? Are there flames on the side of, of exactly. people's faces? Exactly. White's face. That's the only thing that matters, <laughs> truly. Uh, so this show, Secret Lives of Stepford Wives, starts with the narrator who narrates almost all of the funny shows on ID Network. She says, does. She does. I didn't. Oh, the one about the people who are married, too? Yes. I, well, there's uh, eight shows about that. Okay, that's true. That narrows it down. It's the guy with the face. Um, yeah. So <laughs> there's the one that they are about, married like, and I don't someone know. kills somebody. Yeah, it's like who the who the bleep did I marry? She does oh, that yes, narration. Yes. I was yeah. obsessed with those shows for a long yes. time. And then like there's one about first dates or dates gone wrong that yes. she also narrates. Uh huh. I recognized then, her. I don't think she's Southern Fried Homicide. She could be just with more of a Southern with an accent. accent. It could yeah. be. She can it's be very versatile. That's why she does narration. I haven't seen her resume and where she puts accents if she puts Southern. Yeah. It's it very good, though. Person. I hope it um, is her. So she says, perfect life, perfect wife, perfect knife. That's and like the opening while there's brilliant montage happening yes so it's all these ladies in unison it's very weeds like do you remember the opening of the show weeds i never saw it but i can i can understand because that was also kind of just big i feel like there was the movie stepford wives with yes with uh well nicole kidman but the original's way better the original one from the 70s so much better um the nicole kidman one took a very weird turn um so it had, but it has the opening has like women in unison dr- exiting their, out of their houses, pulling yeah. out of their driveways in their SUVs, rolling out their the yoga, yoga mats. Going to the grocery store, putting it's kind stuff of in true cart. when you go to a yoga studio, though. Yes, that everybody kind of does that without realizing it, especially if you're like early enough to the class. There's usually three or four people waiting around, and you kind of like stand there, and then like somebody else does their mat, and you're like, oh, and everybody else. Oh, does it's it mat too. time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it you is. It's like that a lot of times. Yeah, you it. kind of are hesitant, you know, unless you go with a group of people, then you all just do it. So yes. Mm-hmm. It's very, very true to form. Yes. Back and in so the days this, when we could do yoga inside. Well, I forgot about those. It feels like so long. Um, so, and then they're shopping, grocery shopping. And then you see the woman with the pearls and she's yes. serving the roast with the dead husband with the knife in his back. He's just literally sticking out of his back. He's straight out it's of brilliant. his back. And she's going to enjoy a meal at the same table as her yeah. dead husband. And... I love it. I love the I love opening it. because it's, every, so campy. It's, it's like their opening for the show too. It doesn't yes. change. It doesn't matter what the 
wife looks like, that is the opening. That's the that's all you need to know about the show. So this one does have an international twist. This one's it's, called Milkshake Murders. The Milkshake Murder? It's Milkshake Murder, yeah. And I thought yeah. it for this was so this was 2014 and Kalisa's song Milkshake I think had already come out by then. And oh, yeah, working, definitely. I was trying to work on a joke about that, but I just didn't have enough time. Um, well, oh, I got it. Okay. I got it. Nancy Kissel's milkshake brings all the boys to the graveyard. <gasps> I'm done. I'm going to leave. I can't. <laughs> but, do, you know what, do you know what's happening? Katie isn't here, and She's she present. has been stifling my title ability i had no idea i can i'm it shooketh because i thought i just wasn't good at titles but it turns out it was katie was harping on me and just like the her energy just her good titles just made me feel self-conscious and then i gave myself the yips and now i can't do titles without her i'm free to do titles don't say that this is why this is a cheat day and now i'm gonna get (laughs) blasted for this or katie might try to murder you (laughs) <laughs> I guess she could find me in my van. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Did we say who you are? That you're oh, Kim? Yeah, I just said my name. I'm just wild. assuming. <laughs> you have a podcast. <laughs> I do. My name's Kim. I'm from People Are Wild podcast, which does not regularly update, but it's a medical podcast. I am an ER nurse. I'm a travel nurse. Um, yeah, I'm also she the goes person to that different sometimes states, drives in a van. Gets referenced on a date with Dateline because sometimes yes. I'm actually watching Dateline and you I have tweet great tweets sometimes and then just sometimes I get angry about working during a pandemic and people not wearing masks so I tweet about that too. Um, right Her now, tweets are of- uh, yes, either very funny and about like Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson, or they are yelling at people for not wearing masks. And there's a lot of expletives. I do work in the ER, so. It's great. It's either one. <laughs> all the Twitter is worthwhile. So follow her. Also, um, Thanksgiving is an official yes, holiday in my world. Yes, you basically created. I latched onto that premise and then just let it ride. So I and wasn't the first created- person to create the hashtag, but I'm the person that got the ball rolling, I think. You did, and then you created the Thanksgiving gift exchange that we did. I did, which is still going to go on this year. I mean, yes. that's one one good part about 2020 is that 2020. What a what a girl. Um, <laughs> there's a redeeming quality is that I'm still going to do the Thanksgiving gift exchange for sure. I'm so excited. Post yeah. offices hopefully will still be open and if they're still in business. Yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Can't wait. But it's but really yeah, fun. I host a podcast. We did like a blind fun. gift exchange. It was so much fun. Yeah. And honestly, I, I haven't forgotten this. You two, Kimberly and Katie, have both helped me out with a bonus episode that I've yet to still edit and eventually yes. release that was recorded last year. So, Oh, my God. I forgot. <laughs> um, oh, it was really good. Yeah, it was fun. I just, I don't know. I think when, think with interviews and stuff, I, I tend to have um tj who's an awesome editor uh help me out with that because i sometimes can't sit and do it all you're very Uh, busy i'm not very busy as much as like my days off i try to do stuff that's good for me to recharge go outside and do things yeah i do so i'm the one that also has a minivan that i've retrofitted that has a bed in the back that sometimes 
gets referenced as Kim who She's lives out of the minivan. She's a fan lifer. It, to an extent. I can, I'm not full time. Clearly, you can tell, like, I'm in a room right now. Yes. By this vent that you can see. <laughs> I see a vent. <laughs> There's also pasta on the ground. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, I have a minivan. It's, and I call it Dwayne the Van Johnson. So, um, it's pretty cool. But I do have a medical podcast. And yes, and it's great. We did. I did do an episode with a Canadian nurse. Uh, that's my latest one about COVID, and it was like right around Marchish when it first was starting. So yeah, uh, I haven't really done Since much. Then during you've the been summer. busy on the front lines. Yeah, I mean, I've been picking up a lot of shifts and seeing a lot of stuff and kind of compiling in my own mind what I wanted to do and getting my thoughts sorted out. So like, yeah, like a lot of people, the pandemic is definitely weighing on me mentally but like a lot of people you know you got to figure out every day good parts silver linings yes that's all you can do is one day at a time <laughs> seriously yeah. that's all we can do Mm-hmm. and you recently celebrated your three-year sobriety yeah i was gonna say what an aa saying one day at a time segue. but um yeah i do i've been three years sober and some awesome people joined me with my 630 on 630 challenge my sober six anniversary 6.3 miles and my Which, feet did not fall <laughs> off but they were very close to it kimberly is kind of mad at me but she did great my um, mom no problem joni me she was like oh that was easy that was like i do that every day like i Joanie's totally added up she's yeah i was struggling i broke it up into three parts and yeah it was rough you did great, though. And there was a lot of people who joined in, and yeah. we ended up raising a little over $500 for the NAACP and $500 for Color of Change. That's amazing. And then I'm behind the so scenes, I had other people matching donations. So oh, that's did so a, cool. Did a lot of cool stuff with that. So if anybody has any, um, like... Uh, Sorry, I'm brain farting. But if anybody has any suggestions for where to donate to, I, I'm always open to it. I know you date with Dateline. You guys are always open yes, to it. Absolutely. Um, but I do do research. So don't just tell me stuff because I no, will research it. No, you have it. to. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> Jody sure from Reality TV, she's doing donation yes. like every week. She's doing with donation her to a different. And so she takes, she researches every week to make sure it's like a reputable place too. Okay. This episode doesn't feature COVID, but it does feature SARS, oddly yeah, enough. Yeah, I know. Which I saw was that, really and I was weird. Like, Whoa, because... But thankfully, they barely mentioned it, because I was about to be like, wow, this was a downer we picked. Well, and also because, I mean, COVID is in a similar family as SARS, yes. in a way. So I was like, ooh, this was yeah. made in 2014. Yeah. So <laughs> That's like, this it's a little place- close to home. Yes, it it did. It starts in Hong Kong, 2003. A woman named Nancy Kissel is a trophy wife. She uh, is beautiful. She has this coif that she always wears that's like a... It's like almost like that you would see an alien wearing or like... Not an alien, like someone on a spaceship or like someone who lives in the capital of the Hunger Games. So Where, it reminded me of like in Face Off when they do sometimes challenges. Um, not the movie Face Off. Face that's Off. That's why I just got really confused. Yeah. Face Off, the makeup reality show that used okay. to be on sci fi. Yeah. And they would do like what you would do your spin on maybe like an extraterrestrial that's also human. Yes. Like I feel like that would be the hairstyle. Yes. It's like a, it's like a, a bouffant like that goes queen. to the side. Yes. It is. It's, <laughs> it's a like Dairy a Queen swirl. squirrel. Yeah. 
um, but I do off like to your one thing side. Your, your assessment that it would maybe be like a Hunger Games capital, like what's her face doing yes. like the Effie? Effie? Yes, Effie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, walking out there. And it, I'm jealous. I wish I could do it. I wish like I could pull it off. You need a lot of confidence. You, I think you your hair to has to be, be wearing... a certain length too. Well, mine is too long probably. Mine's too long. Yeah. yeah, it would look ridiculous. I would. Oh yeah, look no, my it would be like strung out spaghetti swirls, like yeah, off to I, the side, and it would. I would just look very like it would frantic. flop over, like a. People would be concerned about our hair if we tried to yeah. do that. They'd be like, I'm, "Is she okay? Is she in distress?" Also, you can't wear that hairstyle with the shirt that I usually wear that says Hogwarts and has a huge hole under one armpit <laughs> and has food stains on it. And that's generally what I wear when I go out nowadays to the mask. grocery store or the drugstore. Um, and you can't wear that hairstyle with it. You have to wear very expensive clothing and jewelry. It's definitely like a prim and proper hairstyle that yeah. she has worn for years. Mm -hmm. You know what I've noticed because you were talking about like you guys were talking about like Pamela Smart and like how her yes. hair was stuck in a hairstyle, like a yes. hair, hair zone be when she went to prison. Yes. Like that's what I feel like. But I feel like this happens a lot, at least for, for women. I can't speak to men. Where you like you get stuck with a hairstyle you like, and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, this is me yes. now. Like I'm not going to do anything else, right? And like the Karens have, I am trying not to make to be so down on Karens lately. So there are some nice Karens, well, but they got stuck in the are. hairstyle when Kate plus eight did it, and they somehow it, I know their hair ha could have the potential to have grown out by now, but sure. they are maybe choosing to keep it in that style, and I would advise against it. Yeah, I mean, honestly. They don't care what I think, but. <laughs> they aren't caring what you think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Katie. Uh, <laughs> so this Nancy Kissel got $5,000 haircuts. And I tried to look up why and I realized something. So I went and I looked up. Um, she, I mean, she kills. Okay. Can I spoiler alert? Yes. That one? Yeah, she's a killer. Um, so when she's in prison, as she is now, she's full on brunette. So I think uh, the five thousand dollars was because she is portrayed as a beautiful blonde, and then there's a but lot. But even upkeep. still, it can't cost that much to dye your hair. Blonde. It's a lot of upkeep. Five thousand dollars. Do you think that there's? Well, they did say she flies to the U.S. to get her boobs done. Do you think yeah, they're her, including her, 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 her flight? That her guy was so uncomfortable saying. He was. Boob he said job. breast lifts or something. He said he breast. He was so uncomfortable. He didn't say boobs, but he didn't want to say anything. No, he didn't. He could uh -uh. have just been like, she gets cosmetic procedures. Exactly. That's all. We know what it is. Because he says it a sentence later. He says, and other cosmetic procedures. <laughs> yeah. Why did you mention the boob job? Yeah, you obviously are uncomfortable. Just leave that part <laughs> out. Uh, so maybe they're including... All of the travel expenses, and she's like literally flying somewhere to get her hair done. It's like parts and, and labor. Yes, exactly. Yes, the upkeep <laughs> of the plane, the pilot salary, <laughs> that we're including all of that in the $5,000. That's the only way it makes sense to me because I don't I get it. I have That's questions about this. So many questions. Um, shopping is basically her full time job. She decorates their And not place. shopping for groceries. No. Like, like shopping for clothes, expensive. Clothes and um, like, like tchotchkes for the apartment that are 
gold tiger gold buddha statues and gold yeah. things and um which is foreshadowing she has a maid who raises the kids she they say she dotes on them from afar and <laughs> but that b-roll reenactment of her doting on them was like her children were lined up and she's like, like inspecting full on, like their- von trap family <laughs> She is. She is. She's full on inspecting their collars and like yes. not even having like any hugs with the kids. They could have just been no. like, she's not a hands on mother. And they keep going on how she's an executive mom. And I was like, what's an executive mom? It means the maid was very scared of her. <laughs> she looked very like passive and like she kept know, lowering head her down. head like she was going to be beaten if she said something. Exactly. I was nervous for the maid. I feel bad, too, because of the cultural differences, too, because they're raising these kids in Hong Kong. Did we mention that? That this is happening yes, in, Hong in Hong Kong? Yes, they're in Hong Kong. They are white, and they're there because her husband's business. We haven't gotten there yet, but they're white. Oh. Their maid is Chinese. and At least in the in the portrayal, I mean. In, in the reimaginactment. And she looks down very, like, nervously, like, this white lady is going to beat me. What do you think the casting call was for Nancy's role and for the maid's role? I hope the maid was just from central casting and she didn't have to audition because she didn't have any lines, but this she did true. have to look scared. She definitely I had think to you're look right on that one. scared. And then at one point they move away, the kids move away, and she's just standing next to the husband. So there could have been a lot of subtext there, like, ooh, he's staying at home with the maid. But there wasn't any of that. They did not convey that actor's choice, maybe, or <laughs> the director's choice. They just, She's just like, oh, the children are leaving. Very little reaction. Then when they yeah. come back into town, it's like she had to convey on her face, I'm happy to see the children again, yet terrified that Nancy is back in town. Right, so exactly. my abuser has come back, basically. Um, it was. It was a definitely lot of like a visceral reaction. For an extra to have to convey. Good for her, though. She did a great job. I hope she this did. is on her resume and her reel. It should be on her reel. She um, did great. So... She, um, the apartment that they live in costs $20,000 a month. Like, I said, surely they didn't mean that. Surely they mean $20,000 a year or something weird like that. 2000 a month? Yeah. I was like, I must have misheard it. I put the subtitles on and it also said $20,000 a month. And I'm thinking to myself, so 5000 of those dollars... A fourth of that she spends on her hair. <laughs> her hair. Can you imagine if a fourth was of tw- your rent, whatever your rent is, divide that by four, and you spend that on your hair? It's just um, it's incredible to me because twenty thousand dollars a month is like a new car a month. Oh, that's a new car. A mo- You're so right. <laughs> twenty thousand times twelve. Is two hundred and forty thousand a quarter of a, a million dollars? A less than a quarter million for your well, apartment. Well, with all of her hair stuff, it's definitely over. So, dream husband Robert, who is like big shot at Merrill Lynch, they met at a nude beach in New York. In the no, reenactment, was it New York? Was it New York? I thought they, I thought they were going to a singles resort in. Oh, like, you're right. They made it was. They were going to a resort, but they both it's like, like an lived island. in the states. Yes. Yeah, right. they met and, up at um, a singles resort, and I was like, there's a singles resort? Where can I go? Yeah. 
is and then they is said nude beach. Well, I don't really care about the nude beach part. I would just be there with popcorn watching. Yes. It's never the people like that you want to see, Bob's though, Burger. naked. Yes. Burgers. Yes. <laughs> like, it's like the not the people you would want to see naked. Yes. <sighs> And then he's just like, no, the- you're looking into your future. Look at, is that an age spot? What is that? What are the under those roles? Like, it's not exactly what you're it's, picturing it, in the movie. It could be like, um, is there a nude Olympics? We don't know. <laughs> like- yeah, that was on Bob's Burgers. They do the race, like the. Okay, it's so he says to her in the reenactment, at least oh, the the panty dropper, if she had any on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'd look great with clothes on. I bet you'd look great with clothes on. I, out of all the things you could say at a nude beach to somebody that you're interested in. Yeah. It's, I bet you look great with clothes on. And she took that as a compliment. To me, I'd be like a little insulted. Like, what? (laughs) She thought it was so charming. And she goes, maybe. What is that? Maybe? <laughs> like, no, I actually look much better naked. And I feel like in clothes, I look hideous. I feel like this is a situation where you kind of black out because it's somebody that you're physically attracted to. And they could say literally anything and you yeah. go, sure. Yeah. Like, they could be like, isn't fishing the greatest sport ever? I'd like to hook you one day. And you'd be like, thank you. <laughs> like, what? Yes. <laughs> that doesn't work in real life. Out of context... And out of, I guess, you know, your brain chemistry going haywire, it just doesn't make sense. Uh Uh-huh. But I feel like I know girls that would fall for those lines. I am generally not friends with those girls. But still, they exist. And it's like, it is. It's those things where they're so smitten in the moment with, Uh like, somebody that's attractive that they like. It's like one of those opening lines. Don't they say lines like that on The Bachelor? Those, like, one-liners when they come out of the... Van or whatever. I know I watch The Bachelor, but I feel like she doesn't. They, but don't I they, do. Yes, don't they, they say do. those like, one-liners? There was a Bachelor a few seasons back, Colton, who was his brand. His sort of thing was that he was a virgin. Um, and Is he the guy who so, jumped the fence? Yes. So okay, his I saw that his clip. thing on the first like the opening night, somebody somebody came in with like. Uh, like a red balloon or something and gave it to him and he said okay oh. and she popped it and she said oh looks like I popped your cherry no no and he was, see, he was just like no. oh ha ha the girl that he ended up uh, selecting who P.S. he's also broken up with at this point um, she gave him um, a box full of like plastic butterflies and she was like I just want to let you know that sometimes doing new stuff always gives me butterflies and so like it, it was a whole thing. It was very sentimental. Oh and then she left to walk into the house and he picked up one of them because, like, she ended up, like, dumping them on the ground because she said, I want to lose my butterflies when I'm around you. Something weird like oh that. Oh, my God. Oh, and he God. put it he put it in his pocket and he, like, looked at her, like, all puppy love struck. And I was like, That's, <laughs> that really does it for you? Oh, my God. Uh, I, Match me I thought they were dead butterflies, too. But oh they were just plastic God. ones. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> Well, She's I've trying seen to do that the on butterfly weddings. things like I've a seen that on four weddings. <laughs> on four weddings, they open the thing with the butterflies, and nope, none of them fall out. They're all that good. was a Boss Burgers thing too. It was a totally a Boss Burger <laughs> thing too. Oh my god, it's so sad. Okay, it makes me so sad for the butterflies. I can't believe that line worked, but they broke up. But the, he picked her. 
though. He picked her. They... Yeah. Okay. He, she'd left enough of an impression. He bent down. The popping a cherry girl, he did not pick. He did not pick her. He didn't. Hmm. And then um, in the last season of The Bachelor, they had a pilot on there, and his thing was that uh, because, you know, they usually oh, go God. from the season Oh, God. Was it before. so many puns about flying? So many puns about flying, about landing zones. Um, oh, God. Yeah. One, one girl came dressed up or came in like a, a big paper airplane like she she just was walking around in it and she was oh, it was so bad so embarrassing this is a it's show so i don't understand why i, I want to go on show why do i even want to go on this show don't nominate me do you want to go no do you I have keep, to get nominated or do you nominate yourself you can nominate yourself. I don't really want to go on it. I keep reading books about reality TV and how like production makes people cry. Yeah. And that's yeah. so abusive to me that yeah. it ruins reality TV in a lot of ways. And I'm glad people are coming forward because I'm hoping they're taking them to task and they stop doing those tactics. You know what like um, 90 Day Fiance has taught me is like sometimes these couples are so freaking despicable or one of them is. And then I'll see them on Pillow Talk and they're delightful. Or I see David them and on Annie. Ha- a, exactly, David and Annie. Or I see them on Happily Ever After, like Tanya and Sinjin, and I'm like, he's kind of just as despicable as she is, but she we just all, got a really bad edit, and he we got all a thought nice Sinjin edit. was the victim, uh-huh. and he it's got like the good oh, edit. She got awful. the bad one. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. know how they're going to portray you. I mean, production can do whatever they want. Yeah, you're still saying those things. Tanya still is garbage, but she still is. He kind of is too. So with her voodoo degree. Yeah, and you're not my soulmate. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, um, she's spending too much money when they're living on Fifth Avenue, but she always gets what she wants. And then he starts making a ton more, so it kind of doesn't matter as much that she's spending so much. And then they get transferred to Hong Kong, big pay raise. Right. Um, and they keep cutting back and forth to the family in between scenes where they're all posed Which, with the by two the way children. That I. I went down like a little deep dive sort of thing on her, like later on that I could yeah. do your like outside information yeah. for this. I uh-huh. tried to make sure I could channel as much of Katie as possible. Mm-hmm. So there is something I can get later That's on that that um that I can add a little bit more about their oh, relationship good. when they were back in the states. Oh, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, so they keep going to these like where they're standing, like it's like they're posing for a photo, but it's a video. And it's like a ninety day fiance intro thing. It's totally their intro shots. Yes, yes. and when sometimes there's the happy they're one happy. When the copy, yep. And sometimes, sometimes they're, they're mad. back to back, and their arms are crossed. Like it's one I'm of my favorites. So I shared with Kimberly and um. Melissa from Moms and Murder. I shared with them. I think last year, my friend was getting engaged, or she was married, getting to be married. She's now married, um, but she was engaged at the time. And like ninety days before their wedding day, they did a ninety day fiance style. I love it uh, so engagement much. photo shoot. And yes. I, I messaged her immediately and was like, "Where are the angry photos? Because yes. <laughs> it's just like it is though. It's their couple it's back like to looking back, like, and they're kind of looking up at each other. Mm-hmm. Like That's what they were in their photos. Over and their they shoulders. had like their things with their names and where they're from and their ages. Uh-huh. It was so and you good. can tell if this it's going to be a happy scene or a sad scene, angry scene by the which the music intro helps, shot but then use. it also is yes. that intro. Yes. Yes. So the so in this family, one, it's it starts it's happy, happy and then it keeps progressively. They keep getting angrier and angrier. The children are I still s- smiling. 
They are still smiling, except even though near the end, you can tell, like, somebody's kind of coaching them off into the left, because one of them looks directly to the left, while the other one looks straight ahead. I noticed that. It's like the little girl. It's two girls, and it's the younger of the girls, or the smaller girl, that looks for a second just, like, off to the left. Her mom is over there. You're doing great, sweetie. (laughs) And then she, like, drifts back to, like, looking ahead, while the other girl's just, like... (laughs) <laughs> Super smiley, just straight ahead. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so, SARS breaks out. SARS and, breaks out. Well, uh, before this, though, she, um, Nancy was saying she wanted to go kind of like back and forth a little bit more frequently to the United States. I think she, she was, was getting just, bored because you can only do like so much shopping there. and she doesn't yeah. speak the language and doesn't know people. Oh, yeah. And there's so, a whole thing where the actress says, I don't speak Chinese. And yeah. I looked this up. Because I said, what is the language that is most, like, frequently spoken in Hong Kong? Is it Mandarin? It's Cantonese. Cantonese. Mandarin is second, and it used to be English was second, so English is now third, so it goes Cantonese, Mandarin, and English. Interesting. Okay. So there's an additional thing, because I was like, what kind of Chinese? I I thought there was a big because it's touted like there's a big expat population there. Yeah, yeah. And, and they do a lot of business with mm-hmm. America and the U.S. and Canada and mm-hmm. the U.K. So English would, in my mind, be one of the more prevalent languages. Yeah. So I was like, Nancy, you don't need to necessarily learn Chinese. I'm sure he had a lot of business associates who had spouses that he and I'm not saying just men and then just the women. Maybe he had female coworkers she could hang out sure. with the, the men husbands that are at Merrill Lynch in 2000 whatever yeah it was probably more men dominated (laughs) even now it's probably more male dominated so she could have hung out with the wives that's all she could have been a wag I mean just wives and girlfriends yes the wags instead SARS SARS gives the perfect excuse to they even put masks on as they're leaving and she, she takes the kids back to the states and she she's thrilled. So they go to this house in Vermont and she wants to fix it up because it's... It's not a house. It's a ski chalet. It's a ski so chalet. Instant reminders back to Usman and yes. baby girl Lisa. And uh, that was a proper chalet that I'm sure oh baby girl God. Lisa was thinking in her mind when she heard With chalet. With the hard mattress? Yeah. <laughs> The box spring. It was like a box box spring. Yeah, it was two box springs, one on top of the other. Yeah, that was if a box spring is your mattress frame, you in danger, girl. And the bathroom was not up to par, if I remember correctly. No, that's that was the one that she she was she had problems with, like a lot everything else. And she had yeah, she was being really really made Americans look really bad in that episode. Yeah, every episode really, but that episode especially. But this ski chalet was more, I think, what Lisa was hoping for yes. when they had yes. a chalet. When she heard chalet, she was thinking Vermont ski chalet. But yes. what she got, yeah. expectations versus reality. It was like was, a motel. Was, it's not the win in Las Vegas, right. but it's like off the strip right. motel. Yeah. Yes. So um, Nancy is fixing up the house. She has contractors in and then she has a home entertainment system it looked like just a TV. <laughs> it did. They made a big deal about being like, well, Nancy can't just buy a TV at Best Buy. She right. has to buy a whole entertainment system. Yeah. Okay, well, then she also probably still has to buy the TV 
at Best Buy. At Best Buy. And <laughs> one of their guys, maybe she hired to come. The and geek squad has geek to come Geek squad out. or whatever. Um, and so he's installing it. He's s- looking at her smoldering with muscles, our muscles showing. I just- there's a lot of questionable acting decisions that got made here in terms of the reenactment. Well, she literally says, why don't we go upstairs? There's something I want to show you. Yeah. And it was leads like, him is up this the gonna, spiral staircase. This is turning into, and it does, it kind of turns into like this moment where you're like, hold up. This is going to be like a Skinamax movie in two there, seconds. This show was so tame compared to this other one I was going to pick, which, which had one? like way more, a lot of like rolling around with panties on. Was That's it Scorned? Stuff. It might have been Scorned. There's Scorned one is like, that, um, Scorned is definitely Susan a dangerous Lucci one to watch hosts. if you're like, have full volume and you're trying to like watch on your computer because they'll like do like these random moans in there and score. No, that's not good. And you're no, just like, oh, like <laughs> let, no. let me put no. my headphones in. Mm-hmm. So they start having an affair and his name is Michael Del Piorio. And I guess he's hot. I, 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 he's not my type. He's not my type. He had a really mm. ripped body, but. If that does something for you, I'm not gonna. Sh- I'm sure he's a nice person. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure the reenactor actor. Yeah, I'm sure the reenactor actor is a very nice guy who works yeah. hard. Um, but uh, this poor guy kind of it sucks because his name's sort of dragged in there, and he doesn't really do anything per se that's like right. malicious, right? But he's but associated it, with know. this. Yep, and uh, so she starts. Del Pioring herself all over him. And <laughs> at one point they're rolling around and then she like slap does this fake slap across the face, like sexy time slapping. Um okay. So Listen, husband, we don't judge. No, we don't judge whatever. as long as it's two consenting adults whatever. who have agreed upon things. Yes. So mm-hmm. her husband Robert is still in Hong Kong and getting suspicious. So he hires the PI as one does, and the PI has like the graveliest voice in the world. It's, his name's like Frank Shea or something. Yes, Frank, and it's like Robert. I hate to tell you, there's this guy that keeps coming to. So the house. I, I got a little bit confused at this part because they say Robert hires Frank Shea, who then hires a team of people to go to Vermont. And then it cuts <laughs> to this guy in the bushes. In Vermont. Why didn't I, he just hire a guy people? who was based in Vermont? I don't well, so is Frank Shea based in Hong Kong? Or in New York where they f- are from? He oh, sounded maybe New that's York. where it is. That's I think you're right because he but definitely you know has what? a New England accent. Later, they're like hanging out in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, so, so maybe they're like bros, and that's why he hired him. And this guy Frank has a team everywhere, including upstate Vermont. I kind of un- I kind of buy that in a way because I feel like as a private investigator based back east, you have multiple people boots on the ground yeah in different places yeah um you're like it's not quite like you know your assembled team of um your dateline crew uh right uh, affiliated um, yes camera team <laughs> yeah so the pi says she's cheating on you nancy fesses up promises to stop the affair but she doesn't she even buys uh, Del Piorio, a $5,000, again, $5,000, very specific, same that her hair costs, <laughs> a watch. 
I thought they were going to say he bought her, she bought him a $5,000 haircut. Haircut. <laughs> I was just like, well. <laughs> Isn't Robert going to notice the charges on that? Like, you bought a men's watch they, for $5,000? That's my point is like, do you, when you get to that amount of money where you don't check your bank account. I think so. I think that's exactly It right. must be so nice to when live she's because Especially because she's bank spending account. that much. I think yeah. he was kind of more conservative with money, they said. So he probably would be checking, but he's given up a long time ago because she has all these outrageous expenses. Right. And then maybe, though, too, because he's like, oh, she's over in Vermont right now. And because they they needed their house fixed up. Mm-hmm. So maybe he sees $5,000 and he's just like, oh, OK, well, whatever. She bought herself a necklace. Uh-huh. Or it's a- Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or a grandfather clock for the house. I don't know. It's a watch. <laughs> if it's like a specific timepiece store. So he so she says, Yeah, I'm not, I'm gonna stop the affair. She totally doesn't. Um she even she goes in exchange for the watch, this guy takes her to get a tattoo on her back of her children's names tattooed in Chinese. A couple things. What are the odds? <laughs> That you think those symbols actually say her children's names. They say pasta. Yes, they say pasta. <laughs> I always thought it was so funny, like, $5,000 for a watch. Thanks, babe. Here's tattoos. And that, re- that are for your children, like, with your and marriage, thing- like, your family. Like, that's – she gave him a really personal, sexy kind of gift. And, and it's also really, like, Sugar tat- Mama-esque. Yeah. Because it's – it's this weird thing where, I mean, tattoos are not cheap, but... No, that's true. There wasn't, like, coloring. It's no. not, like, a big piece. It's no, it probably cost, like, $500? Maybe. Like, thereabouts. Maybe even yeah. less. Let's maybe just be less. honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was just black ink. Yeah. And she has only two kids, so yeah. it's... Yeah, oh, yeah. It probably wasn't like even $500, yeah. Right. So yeah. to me, it's almost like when you, you go all out for like a surprise birthday party for somebody and then when your birthday comes around, they're like, here's a card. Yeah. But you like, do what you could afford. Maybe maybe <laughs> percentage wise, $5,000 is the same what his salary is for the tattoos. Like he's splurging. It's comparable. Uh, yeah. Like he could have bought himself uh, like a skull and crossbones big old like forearm piece but instead mm-hmm. he's the money he saved up he used for his lady exactly and that's romantic it could be it could that's be romantic. romantic however i also think she liked the idea of having a tattoo it sounds but like when you, you know? think i thought it was going to be something secret that had his name on it i thought it was going to be his initial or something and she would yeah. lie to the husband and say it meant something else instead it like was like when uh, johnny depp got like wine or uh yes, Winona forever yes. and changed it to wino <laughs> exactly so she flies, ends up flying back to Hong Kong with the kids, and Robert is so happy to have the family back together, but he's still suspicious. So he starts monitoring her email, which we see is nancy65 at mailtime.com. They can't say, like, Yahoo right. or mailtime. at Gmail, so they do mailtime. Yeah. And I was like, mailtime.com. That, to me, is, like, for people that are over the age of 50, like, in our time. Yes. But also <laughs> have, like... An obsession with the 90s movie, You've Got Mail. Yes. So all they do is that they just chat about You've Got Mail on MailTime.com. Yes, they chat about local 
local bookshops getting bought out by bigger <laughs> bookshops and r- meeting people romantically in coffee shops and in Central Park. And that's exactly. all you're allowed to talk about. You gotta yes. do like the good old thing, like when he does the... Yes, oh, he forgot about that. He does. He blows on his hand. Oh, good old Tom. Okay. I love you, Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. So she's been emailing Michael, and Michael writes to her, baby, I've been going crazy thinking about you. Can you guess what my favorite position is? Like, let me tell you what... What my favorite position is. I've been thinking about it. Um, Well, now that you ask, I actually have a few thoughts. What they maybe have discussed or done, tried things, they were having sex all the time. Yeah, like, is that going to change the Did she ask, or is he just saying, uh, can you guess? I don't understand. But then he says... Because she's back in Hong Kong at this point, right? Yes. Yeah. So... And then he says, you turned me on so bad. And I was like, it's badly, Michael, but we're not paying you to be smart. And now Rob is very angry and he confronts Nancy. And in this scene, she has crazy mascara running down her face. What is up with that? Like she had emotions and was crying, but we don't see her crying. We just cut to them yelling, mascara dripping. And also he has dark under circle, like he had makeup on too. I had the thought that, like, she'd been drinking and been on a bender all that night. That makes more sense. Yeah. But that he, makes had, more sense. he definitely had those dark circles underneath there. Like, he had not slept mm-hmm. since reading it. And he was mm-hmm. trying to, like, get his emotions together. No, behind the scenes, he actually did install a software program when he um, consulted Frank, the PI. He also installed a um, software program to monitor her stuff. So I think it was going on from Vermont. And it was just a continuation. So he was like, I don't know if I could trust her now that she's back and says it's over. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, see, he's – I wish he had listened to Frank the whole time. They're yelling, um, her hair is down. It's not in the coif. So she looks like a complete – she's one of those women who look without makeup and with her hair down looks like a completely different person. She's a face changer. She's, she's like in Seinfeld, yes. where uh, if she's in the wrong light, she looks mm-hmm. completely different. Yes, and in certain shots, I'm like, oh, she's not. She- I liked her. I really liked her because I thought thought her face was very different. I I hate like just normal perfect people faces. Yeah. I like a little different face, and so I was kept watching because it kept changing. I was intrigued, but she actually doesn't necessarily look like Nancy in real life. I didn't see what Nancy looked like, so... I know, they don't show us at the end what they look like, so I, I, liked, I looked it up. I like when they do that. It's always a surprise, and I like to see how close the reenactment got to it. They really didn't look like they were persons they were reenacting, so okay. they must be just really great actors. Yes. That they just, ha- they just were like, That's you guys what are going to pull she, this They off. deserve that role, yes. They had good chemistry in being mad at each other. Great. That's just as hard as in love. That's I don't true. Know. Every Maybe R&B movie... Every R&B music video where they get uh, like into an argument in slow motion in the 90s taught me yes. everything I needed to know about being uh, acting dramatic. So. Yes. Uh, so they are screaming at each other and he says, you're a lying, cheating B word. He, this actor is so pumped. He's like, this is my scene, my time to shine. He told his agent about this scene. This is going to go on my reel. I get to let it out. He was so happy. I get to cuss. Yes, I get to cuss. He I said a swear. Pumped. I said a swear, mom. <laughs> and he's he did a great job. I felt like he, he was angry. And 
I felt like so, that's very organic too. Like yes, that would have happened in an maybe, actual argument. Maybe they really hated each other. And like it, <laughs> like it was, was Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton on Twister. Did they really hate each other? They hated each other so much. I didn't know that. <gasps> yes. Oh, yeah. that's so interesting. Okay, so Nancy starts telling people that Rob is abusing her emotionally and physically yeah. because she's she starts a saying great things. person. So they say her marriage is falling apart like a pair of cheap high heels. That, was I, the- that narrator liked, you can tell from her voice that the narrator likes saying that line. She was having fun that with it. That if they were like, can you say it again, Deborah?" And she was like, absolutely. I, How I many times do you need? 20 different ways. I love this line. Yes. <laughs> so, so what Nancy decides to do is she starts collecting five different kinds of sedatives, tranquilizers, and rohypnol. Yes. Um... So there is a point with me being on this episode because I could tell you about some of it. So here's the thing. Like the big thing I feel like people would ask is, wait a second, you can get Ruhifnol prescribed to you? Yeah, I have questions about that. Where do people get? So you can? You can. So you can get uh, GHB, uh, Ruhifnol. They're kind of in that category as club drugs or unfortunately called the date rape drugs. Yeah. Um, So – People who have uh, sleep conditions, narcolepsy, um, uh, or insomnia, and I'm not talking about like just, you know, every now and then sort of stuff, um, you can actually get prescribed GHB. Very regulated when it's prescribed to you um, to be specifically used for sleep problems, but it's not necessarily something they jump to right away. And Um, probably no doctor, single doctor, would have given her all of these Right. And they said, like, it took her a while, which to me indicates, like, she she worked the system enough yes. to find different doctors different to say doctors. the right things. Mm-hmm. She did admit on the stand um, that she had tried mixing her Ambien with malt liquor for a drink because uh, Rob liked to drink, like, a certain yes. type of liquor that was yeah. malt liquor based. And she tried when they were in Vermont – um, at one point to put it in his drink and she had been telling people before or she told people on the stand that she did that because she was hoping it would make him less aggressive so that he wasn't gonna lash out at her or the children oh god and it didn't do anything so um she tried again to see if she could do something similar when they were in hong kong with adding her ambient and she noticed the color was different, so she tried fixing the color of it, and then she put it back in a liquor cabinet and forgot about it. There's some moves that Nancy makes coming up that I'm like, wait, 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 wait. There are other people involved here. Yes, a- yes. Yeah. And I, I, that's what led me down the rabbit hole is because I wanted to know more about the other person that ends up also on the receiving end of her weapon of choice. Um, oh. Because I was like, is that person okay? <laughs> That I have, okay, are. so that I, I'm so glad you brought, okay, so let's get to that part because that is yes. fascinating. So he's drinking a lot at night with the alcohol, the whiskey or whatever he was having and Frank- Three fingers. Was, <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Frank says three fingers. And uh, he said he was getting disoriented and so Frank tells him, get a sample of that. Stop taking anything that she's giving you. Don't take anything. And f- he didn't listen. And Frank was saying, I think you're being poisoned. 
Like, I can't yeah, spell it out for that. you. Straight up, you're being poisoned. And yeah. he said, okay, I'll get it tested, fine. But he wasn't really listening. So, he never did. And then we go to Halloween. And they celebrate in Hong Kong Halloween – so she wants to celebrate all the American holidays. So she flies in kids from America to celebrate no, she flies with in her pumpkins. kids. No, no, no. It's just pumpkins. I swear I thought they said children. No, they said pumpkins. That makes so much more sense. But you can't find <laughs> pumpkins in Hong Kong? I guess not. They don't grow them Maybe there. not that time of year. Yeah, I guess they maybe they don't grow them. More. I honestly swear to God, thought it said they flew in friends from America. Yeah, they said pumpkins. To sell. They said kids. They said pumpkins, and I heard, <laughs> you kids. heard kids. And You're I watched kids. the episode like three times, and I heard they flew so in I. kids. I thought, how rich are these people? They're flying <laughs> kids in to celebrate. Number one, that it's Halloween. just the children, not the parents. No, no, it's just the. Yeah, we're going to put you on an international flight so you can go celebrate Halloween in Hong Kong just for the With night and then you're flying back. Know. I don't know how we, rich we people don't even know live their lives. Yeah. Um, but so then they're also carving the pumpkins in slow motion with yeah. the knives looking murderously at each other in slow motion. I mean, you could tell. You're like, okay, I get it. She's going to yeah. stab him. But yeah. then she doesn't. Then she doesn't. <laughs> totally misdirect. So one day Robert is hanging out with a friend and Nancy makes them strawberry milkshakes and she Which, has one of the daughters bring them in. A, you're making your daughter an accomplice to murder. Um, yeah. B, what if the daughter mixed them up? But oh. then the husband's friend says, what an interesting flavor – what is this? And then you cut to the true crime writer, whoever is doing an interview, and he says it tasted like almonds and cookies. So then I was like, so the friend got the one that was poisoned by accident or she poisoned both of them? She had to have poisoned both of them because, well, should I say it? Say should it. I say it? Okay, so the neighbor said that he testifies to this, that when he left the apartment that night, he got home, he felt extremely drowsy, and he ended up, like, losing consciousness. <gasps> so she poisoned both of them, because so this is also what happens to Rob. But why? Couldn't she have just had... Because she didn't want to make the chance. She didn't want to take the chance that he wouldn't drink it. Or, like, you know, it would get switched around accidentally. Why not so she just do it when he doesn't have a friend over? two men. She risks killing two men. Why not just do it when he doesn't have the friend over? Or oh, label them or serve them herself so she knows I that the right one is going to the right person. I think it goes into, like, maybe the fact that she's tried to, tried to drug him two times before this. Right. And it just failed, so she was like, screw it, I'm going to just go all or nothing with this. I don't this. care if this other person dies. Exactly. Like, that's how callous she was. Yeah. Um, because she also had found out around this time that he was planning to divorce her. So they talk right. about it, they talk about it kind of, kind of quick, they gloss over it, but like, Rob has this billion dollar business deal that's in place, and that gets her a little bit excited, because it's more money for her to spend and be greedy about, and then... Because of the way that documents came in, it didn't go to his 
home or didn't go to his work address yes. from his divorce lawyer. They tell the it audience that the later that she found yeah. out that that was her motivation. She got right. the divorce okay, paper bite because it got sent to the wrong email. Yeah. So they think that was the motive for like yes. her making that, because out that of night. And that could have been it that night too. She was like, screw it. I just read this. He dies tonight. I'm not going to wait this out. I see. That's it what I think it still is not okay. <laughs> no. And the thing is like, uh, from a milkshake connoisseur perspective, <laughs> when you are expecting a strawberry milkshake and, you and get it tastes almond like and cookie, cookies and almonds, that's a and then totally I had to look different up, flavor. Well, and then I had to look up because I know that some people can smell cyanide uh, by the almond, bitter yes, almond taste I've heard or that. smell the scent. And I was like, does that translate to taste? And it does not. So it would. But I thought, it, is it there? So nothing. No, like it um, wouldn't of be the medicines that we're tasting like almonds. I knew it. Maybe I just I don't know heard if it was cyanide. a mixture because she put in a mixture of medications. So yeah. it probably was kind of ground up into a dust sort of thing. Yeah, and then she was probably trying to do. I would think maybe like a sweet or something. So like yeah, ice to cream, mask the scent, right? The, or right. the taste, so, the gritty, or any of the weird aftertaste that medicines have. I was about to say, like, if anybody out there grinds up Ambien and GHB regularly let us know. and puts don't them in milkshakes. I don't want to know. <laughs> Please don't do that either. Uh, no. Medical PSA, don't do that. No. That's, a, that's not going to be good. And that was the thing I was so surprised to read was that the neighbor said that he also, you know, he, he fell unconscious, which is so concerning because she could have killed two people that 1, night. 1,000%. With him accidentally overdosing, perhaps. It's and so- his poor family, because yes. they said, like, he had, like, a family or something. He and had she had no beef against this neighbor guy. No, but she was like, I'm taking him out all or nothing. I'm not going to risk right. which one. Because what, you know, you can't trust kids sometimes, right? That's if why like, Give this one to daddy. walk it in there yourself. Although no, I think but she, she couldn't do that. he had just been getting suspicious. So he had stopped taking drinks from her. But if the daughter brings it in and it looks all innocent... And that could have been too. The neighbor is drinking they said one that, too. Like, yeah, they heard the blender, but like she, he might have thought there's no way in hell she would poison a milkshake with my daughter presenting it. Exactly. I he, mean, he there we go. That's probably what it was. Is. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm also thinking, like, if she had to make two batches, if she could have just poisoned one, you would have had to hear the blender going twice. I don't know if you would. And that would have been, been thinking super about suspicious. It. Super suspicious for two glasses only. <laughs> yeah. Why is it? <laughs> why is? Did I hear the blender twice? I don't know. <laughs> so he later that night he's incoherent and he's sleepy. And then he stopped showing up for work and his coworkers call for him. And she says they got into an argument. They still got that billion dollar deal going on. They're yes. like, where you at, Rob? Yes. What's going on? It was a big merger. So he was went to stay at a hotel because they got into a fight. That's what she tells the coworker. The coworker doesn't buy it, calls the police. So an Which officer. Which means that some, the people at work knew to some extent what the hell was going on. Too. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. They had met this woman at Because they probably knew that he was going to leave her. Oh, yeah. They might have known about all of that. The officer comes to the apartment and she looks fabulous. Her hair is 80s kind of um, big on one side, kind of like it is with the poofy. It's like it's 2003. Band. But it's but a the hair, hair band. has not left. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. hair has not left Bon Jovi. Yes, I love total Bon Jovi. So she lets them in and they don't find him, but they ask around and the people at the uh, 
apartment say that she asked some handymen to move a rug that was very heavy and lumpy and wrapped in plastic. Probably tipped really well for the yeah. rug money. Yeah. She better have. She Do you better think have. People cheap out on that. Like if somebody they hire somebody to move like like hire a moving truck and I don't stuff. care Do if think? you're normally a 5% tipper. You go at least 25% if they're helping you dispose of the body. If they're moving evidence. Yeah. yeah. No, you or have to go Especially a body. A body. Evidence, maybe you can be like, it's just a glove. Right. 20% you know? tip, fine. But like right. a body, 25%, body. I'm saying. 30 even. Yeah. So they find the rug. We don't really get to see where. It's like in a... Oh, it's in... It's, it's in, like, in their storeroom. So they're in these Park View high rise luxury apartments in Hong Kong. Um, and they have like a store, storage, whatever, storeroom in one of the. So she's not areas. really getting rid of it. It's still no, there on the premises dumb. in her storage unit. So, like, how long was that going to last? It was, and it was long enough that when they get there, they said they smelled it before they saw the rug. Like, instantly. So, it's been a few days at least. What was her and it's in November. end game? I don't know. Where, she I needed don't know. other she movers gonna... to take it to a landfill or something. Right. Like, the thing, it's it's very odd dump. because it's like... That's the same thing. She, she moved it from essentially her upstairs to her downstairs unit. Right. right? But like it's her still a unit attached to her in her yeah, name. Yeah. It doesn't make sense at all. No, it does not. And it's like, is that just like how rich you are that you you can literally delude yourself into right. thinking I could kill somebody, make right. them disappear before a billion dollar merger. Right. And no one's going to ask. Right. Like, really? If it was a freezer unit. I could understand, like, forgetting it, set it and forget it. You just leave yeah. it in there and you're like, it's fine. I will, once this all cools out, down, I, like evil the heat genius. is off, I will, yes, 100% evil genius, and I will um, come back to this problem. But she was just like, I'm not going to think about that problem. And it's just sitting there in... Thanksgiving's right around the corner. <laughs> I have other things I to think about. Things. I have a tablescape I have to plan. It leaves <laughs> like a Santa inspired. Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, I think maybe actually thinking about that with the holidays, she might have made this so it was like, oh, Rob up and left me. I'm going to take the kids with me and go back to Vermont and oh. like be with her side piece. And but like she was like, I just want to be near my home. In Vermont once she is. Sure. Can they extradite back to I don't know. Hong Kong? Well, I don't know what the rules are. So they arrest her. And she says that it was self-defense because he came at her with a baseball bat. And then she hit him in the head with a metal statue. But the autopsy finds that all these drugs in in his system, which I don't know, she was not thinking about the autopsy either, clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, like, he's still gonna, you can still test people you can in still test various people, ways. Yes, days after to yes. find out. See what's and, in their system. She wasn't thinking well with the disposal process. No. Is the big, um, I think that's her big downfall. Yeah, she's was not that thinking she, ahead. She could lie her way out of it, but if you still have physical evidence. Mm hmm I mean, look at Carol Baskin. Yep. She needed she some tigers. She could say all day long. Maybe she didn't kill him. Maybe she did. But if you can't find a body. Is there a zoo nearby that has tigers in Hong Kong that she was planning to go in the middle of thought. the night? And just put sardine oil all over uh -huh, them, like she said. Exactly. So 
they think he was passed out and she hit him over the head with a statue. If it's truly self-defense, how come you didn't call right then and there? And say, I think well, something I happened. Well, I think she would go for happened. the I was in shock. Um, for days? For days. And I rolled him up in a rug. And I had... I just, shock. I wanted to forget. I didn't want the kids to know. And out of I, shock? Yes, I was still in shock and this I whole bought, time. And I bought things That's why I only tipped 15% when they rolled the, moved the rug. Um, I was in it's shock. It's like the Menendez brothers then, right? Yes. You're just like, I went out and I bought a Jeep Wrangler because I was in shock. It, people do strange things when they're in shock, Cam. I guess so. I guess I can't judge people, too. I mean, so I've seen it in yes. some way, shape, or form, right? Yes. So she's in shock and all this out, and she was going to come forward eventually. Um, she was. Okay. We but, had it all wrong. Yeah, we had. She was innocent. So Nancy Kissel's innocent. Let's fight she for her. Not. She let's, is not. Can we fight to get her freed? Can I write no. to her in prison? Is she still alive? Can she I? is still alive. You can write to her in prison. It just take a while because she's in a Hong Kong prison. That's true. So yeah. she gets um, tried in a Hong Kong court and she's in Chinese prison. I was wondering, is she popular in prison, do we think? I don't know. I feel like, so in prison, her natural hair grew out. Um, yeah. So she is back to brown. Right. And, and she doesn't have products, about, hair products and the makeup. Right. This was the photo that I found of her. Um, and she's kind of smirking in it. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, I mean, she's okay looking. The actress that played her was more elegant, I feel like. I feel like that she's very ugly to her core and very oh, greedy. So I feel like that probably... Yes. She might she might use a lot of prisoners if she is friends with them. So I don't well, think she has actual friends. Well, that's what I was wondering. Friends. Like, is she a mean girl? Like, the head oh. of kind of a clique? Um, I feel like there are gangs in the prisons. So oh, yeah, even in the female so. prisons. So I feel like I don't know if she got in with the popular kids right away or if she is unpopular or if she's being an American, what that is like in a Hong Kong prison. That's got to be interesting. Yeah. There was this weird fashion choice, too, when they're doing the reenactment of her hitting him over the head where I had to rewind it a little bit because she's hitting him and I thought she was kind of topless and then I realized that her blouse was like that flesh tone. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, is she just like getting there? Like kind of, to- I was trying to be like, remember how we met? Like that sort of thing. <laughs> remember how we met? And you, <laughs> at, you thought I looked good with clothes on. And <laughs> maybe. She was going to do, she was going to do like Kitty did in uh, American- Arrested yes, Development. Say, say goodbye, goodbye to these. She wanted the last <laughs> things he was going to see. Yes. Oh, I, I I don't know. But but it yeah, was actually a flesh-colored top. Here's Why didn't she have the men carry the rug and put it in a dumpster? It could have been a shock thing. Maybe she was abused in some way. I'm sure that there was, like, a financial thing that she might have felt abused in a way from him saying, you know, she was going to get 4 million out of 18. She million. was, we glossed over that. He was, he worth, was 18 worth 18 million. She was going to get four in the four. divorce. And that was, not I would have been happy her. with that. I would have, I would have been, to, give me three. I'm happy. You give me 1 million. I can make that last. I don't care. Half. I don't half a million. I don't care. <laughs> I live right? very simply, but 
she that was not enough for her but she felt she did she felt they did say that she felt abused she felt like she was being emotionally abused because he wasn't going to give her more money she did not get enough money that she felt she was entitled to she should have gotten nine she felt probably or maybe she felt like 18 yeah 17.9 million exactly i was surprised by four i thought that was fairly generous me too. Especially I thought she they were going to say she him. was only going to get $4,000. I was like, right. all right, well, I could see her being a little bit mad about yeah. that. Yeah, $4 million. She cheated million? on him, you know? Yeah, and he still was like, here's $4 million, just go away. Yeah. I don't know what the I children's guess- arrangement was going to be. Well, with the custody, I don't know if she even cared if she had custody of the children. And we are. Did she bring the kids? She brought the kids back with her during the SARS thing, though. Yes, but so, she did. But she was spent the whole time boinking the guy. I didn't know, like, maybe the kids stayed with her parents or something while she was getting the Vermont ski chalet fixed up. Oh, that could be. Because there's so much construction at the house, kids. It's right. dangerous for you to be there. But right. I got a tattoo with your name on it in Chinese. <laughs> so it's to show how much I missed you. Do you think that's like, do you think they make fun of her in prison for yes, that I all do. the time? I do. I do. <laughs> I think every time they have to get strip searched, someone sees it and they go, hey, that says noodle. And Nance. she's like, no, it does. <laughs> and it says my, says Elizabeth. And she's like, no, it says They're noodle. Like, and that one says lizard. Yeah, a lizard and noodle. That other one says <laughs> cheetah she's like no it doesn't stop telling me that it says like sauerkraut or something very specific sauerkraut like something unsexy i hope they all call her nance in prison too nance oh god (laughs) i'm gonna write her and say nance um, Nance, I just watched a documentary on you that's not really a documentary <laughs> the reenactment lady was very convincing but i still have questions i want to know about the tattoo I want to yes. know what your favorite position is because I don't feel like you, <laughs> you answered, answered that question. <laughs> and I want to know more about the rug situation. That's my biggest question <laughs> for Nance. Um, tell people where they can find you. Do you want them to um, find you? So Kimberly hates this, but I am only on Twitter um, for the podcast. Yes. And it's people are wild is my handle. Uh, you can email me people are wild pod at gmail.com. And think good thoughts for her and all the other medical professionals out there. And wear your freaking damn masks. Yeah, just wear the mask. It's not that hard. It's not. It's a little piece of cloth. Yeah. A little piece of cloth. What's the big deal? You can make it it customized. I got one on the way that's coming that um, has a Back to the Future reference on it that I'm very excited for. So you could dress up your mask. Yeah. Your mask could be part, an extension of your personality. I love that. Yeah. Individuals. Just yeah. just do it. And looking out for each other. You look just like look an idiot if you're not wearing it, basically. Yeah. And just look out for look each like other. And you look like an a-hole. So it's true. So and stop. It's very... Thank you, guys. It's very easy to do. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much, Kim. Thanks. Thank you. This was so much fun. I was, like, listening to it, then That's I watched it, and then I listened to it again. So I think I got it. Okay. I mean, the sub, there was a lot to get. It's really, it's really complex. Um, <laughs> We're changing c- cities and countries, so. Yes. <laughs> There's one that Susan Lucci hosts, and I can't she remember what it's called, and it has a lot of sex scenes in it. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah. 
And it's always funny to me, these celebrity hosts, when what yes. they host, like Khloe Kardashian produces one that's called Twisted Sisters. Yes, we got to cover that one. Yeah, and then that's a good there's one. There's one that Wendy Williams hosts that's called there Death is? by Gossip. Yes. <laughs> and I almost picked that one because I figured you had feelings about Wendy Williams. <laughs> Wendy Williams. This is not the time or the place. I will just say this, though. My dad, my illustrious father, yes. also known as Paul Dad. Yes, um, love him. He is great. He has strong feelings about Wendy Williams yeah. in good and bad ways. But <laughs> most of all, he finds her entertaining. <laughs> there's the Justice League and then there's like <laughs> the Justice Guild, maybe. Right. So, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a slightly different spin on right. it maybe it's like they I work in the shadows in maine i got four guys who can be there in two <laughs> hours it's, it's like, like what joey greco wished cheaters could be yes in terms of you know having people just constantly in bushes and yes. tailing people yes and not having fake created drama and getting stabbed on a exactly. boat oh God, i forgot <laughs> about that that's your favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> it is your favorite. Um, so besides the note on Jersey Shore, I feel like that is your favorite. And those are things I vaguely only like. They're in the back recesses of my mind. But every time you, you mention please? them, I act like I totally remember. Can you guys please like rewatch Jersey Shore at least like up until that episode? And also I need to when- just rewatch the first season. After the first that, season I feel like so I remember. iconic with the duck phone. Yeah, and I just- know. And uh, but I've been watching the Family Vacation. Like I'm up to date. Snooki left. She said she's done with the show. She is. She has a lot of kids. I feel. I think that's I nice. Know. I think that's good. I hope she'll still come around sometimes. She has to. She has to. She's got to support her girl. So, um... Cheaters, but real life. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally (laughs) the real life version of Cheaters. Yes. Every reality show you can imagine, he's seen. Yeah. Every event. Every episode of Cops. Every episode of 90 Day Fiance. He's seen something real. Jessica and Nick Lachey. He's seen something that happened like that, but in real life. And it was way darker. I just think about newlyweds all the time. I know. It makes me so happy. Uh, She just, there's a moment with that whole chicken of the sea thing. I was just thinking of chicken of the sea. I could write a whole thesis statement. I could write a whole thesis on this, but there's a moment in like that whole entire footage because you know reality tv wasn't really scripted per se back then because they had like episodes where he's literally just like moving stuff into his new house like that's the whole episode that's the whole episode yeah and the moment with the chicken of the sea one of the reasons why i was like oh my god you can tell there's a moment in there where he looks at her when she's talking about whether or not it's chicken or fish doesn't say anything looks back at the tv for a second looks at her again and it's in that moment that he's like i married you it's kind like of he, like it's like you expect to hear the curb your enthusiasm music come in or, so, or like <laughs> hello darkness <laughs> my old friend like he's just yes. existential crisis of it's like this, this moment where wife. he's like i'm married to you this is my wife and oh my god i'm married to yeah, you i love it yeah that double take moment i watch it sometimes i'm like there he is where he's like, nah, she didn't really say that. And then there he is where he goes for, oh, my God, I married you. <laughs> oh, God. You, oh, it's, his whole life flashes before his eyes. <laughs> it was. You could see it. While he's it wearing his UNC shirt. After that. God. He's just trying to watch basketball. And all of a sudden, he's just realizing there are cameras in my house. And my wife just asked me if tuna is chicken or fish. I have the creepiest father-in-law and she's not in the joking. world. 
And I have Joe looked Simpson. that I have gone gone with that. I have just looked the other way. But Nick Lachey could tell a lot of stories. So I feel like stories. Did he write an autobiography? She keeps writing Jessica autobiographies. Did. Yeah, and that caused a whole riff because, like, he sent her a gift, and like Vanessa Lachey was really mad. What do you mean? So Jessica Simpson wrote a book and talked about his their relationship. Okay, and like. As, like, a congratulations for your book gift, like, Nick Lachey sent her something That's nice. so nice. And Vanessa got really <gasps> mad at it for some reason, at least on social media, and they kind of, like, <gasps> went back and forth for a while for, like, two days, and then it was all fine. But um, I, I think it was be because, like... that when we hang up, because I didn't Yeah, know. I think it was because Nick might have said something like, it was from the both of them? I don't know. And, like, Vanessa oh, was like, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah. She That's like when somebody signs a card on behalf of you and then all of a sudden it backfires. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, I wasn't a part of it. I know yeah. my name's on there, but yeah. I didn't pick out the card. <laughs> totally. So she doesn't <laughs> want him to have any contact with her? No, I don't think it's that. I think it was just that they hadn't had contact in so long and like she thought it was kind of like this publicity grab in a way for her to be on, you know, be talking about their right, relationship. Yeah. So she was trying to protect her family, but it came off maybe not in the way that she wanted it to come off it came off of her looking kind of bitter right exactly um, between jealous. exes yeah. yeah yeah and i think that's what they cleared the air eventually to say like no i just wanted to make sure that you know my family is kept safe and out of like people's names and mentions and that makes sense you know i support my husband and i recognize his past relationships so it was diplomatic yeah. but it was like for a while it almost was like does Vanessa Lachey hate Jessica yes. Simpson I was like, I'm sure she doesn't think about Jessica Simpson at all. Yeah. She's too busy hosting Love is Blind. I put she, that in air quotes, everybody she, listening. She is the host of Love is Blind. But I also feel They like, were barely the host. No. They were there for two seconds. She is busy <laughs> I just enough like that doing line. workout bands. And I'm bands. obviously Nick Lachey. What? <laughs> she. I forgot that they were there. But doesn't she uh, – she does those exercise ball videos and stuff like that. I feel they like I have something. one of her videos, with, the, and it's on the exercise ball with the band. I honestly – this is bad. I get sometimes Brooke Burns. I do too. And I, You might be you Vanessa 100% right. Yeah, I'm, I'm Because I think they both have been on Dancing with the Stars oh, around really? the same time. So I also I think, think that, that kind of confuses me. I don't know. And then I get Brooke Burke confused with Brooke Burns, and Brooke Burns is like... Is one of them blonde? Yes. She used to host that com uh, reality show Dog Eat Dog hmm. that almost killed that guy. Oh, God. There's so much good stuff there. I don't know about yes. that either. Okay, I gotta get to it's Googling. Crazy. You got to Google. Okay, we have this to This was fun, this. though. Thank thanks you. For, Thank you, Kim. Thanks for Tell maybe people. having me if this makes it to air. <laughs> okay, it will, I promise. Okay. Um, I didn't mess up too Before COVID is over, this will air. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I so have in a 2023, while. Yeah, I have a, 2023. I have a lot drop. of time.